Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2173. Fitness Claims and Marketing, How Our Emotions Control Us, part one, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your host and narrator. Thanks so much for joining me once again. And today will be the start of one of our longer posts, which means I'll split the reading up between today and tomorrow's episodes. So with that, let's get into the first part of this post and start optimizing your life. Fitness Claims and Marketing, How Our Emotions Control Us, Part 1, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. As I progress in my studies, both academic and personal reading, I'm becoming more intrigued with the hows and whys regarding our decision-making processes. The more I learn about emotions and the psyche, the better I understand just how powerful the manipulation of one's mind can be. In the fitness industry, as well as others, there's some mad cash to be made. Take a look at any fitness magazine, and the contents are flooded with advertisements. Most, but not all, fitness websites have some form of advertising in place or a product to generate revenue. Go to any commercial gym and I can guarantee you there are people whose job is solely to generate revenue by initiating and closing sales of personal training packages and gym contracts and memberships. It's hard to say this for certain, but my hunch tells me gone are the days in which a personal trainer does nothing but train clients all day. Given the economy, if they aren't learning to market and sell their services, their business is likely drying up. Since my dear friend Ryan Zilonka unofficially tagged me as the fitness consumer's advocate, I wanted to cover a few things I'm fairly passionate about. Those things are the following. People, emotions, and the power of persuasion. Before I get into it all, I guess I'll give you a brief background. Throughout my entire life, I've always been able to build rapport with just about anyone I've met. It doesn't matter if it's over the phone, in person, or in the written word. Even though I am far from being a great writer or speaker, I know how to convey a message. I know how to connect. Along with this ability, I've also become more aware about the power of persuasion, how I've subconsciously used it in the past and how I continually use it today. Up until the present date, I've been fairly consistent with getting others to open up, spill the beans about, insert topic of conversation here, see my point of view, and eventually come over to my side of the fence, or at least, consider doing so. So in a sense, you can call me a salesman. But I'm not the type of salesman you're probably imagining. No, you won't find me in the blue suit with a red tie. And you won't see me across the desk in a heated room, cramming features and benefits down your throat anytime soon. 
you're likely to find me having a random exchange with a girl I just met in line at Starbucks or with the person sitting next to me on a long flight. By the end of the conversation, we both sold each other on something. My point is this. The world of marketing and sales is nothing more than an exchange or a conversation on a grand scale. Every time you meet someone new, you're selling yourself and your ideas, whether you like it or not. And in closing to that, it's time we discuss a few ideas related to this whole marketing and sales process, especially within the fitness realm. Tangibles versus intangibles. It's probably up for debate as to what sells best because every scenario can be unique in the fact that people differ, as do product, atmospheres, etc. There are always a ton of variables present. But in my opinion, intangibles are what pierce the heart. Sure, it's easy for me to sit across from you, present a new fitness gadget, and drill you about what it does. But that's boring. I could take it even further and tell you what it can do for you once you begin to use it. While we're starting to get somewhere, you're probably not going to buy from me. Now I can take it a step further and get you involved. I'd have you begin using it. I would demonstrate how easy it is to configure and then reveal how it complements your goals perfectly. And here's where the magic happens. Now, if the process has been going as it should, I'd already taken the time to learn more about your needs and wants. During the demonstration, my number one goal at this point is to build a connection and bridge the gap between what I have to offer and your needs. All the while this is going on, my focus is on the intangible things, things we cannot see or touch, but imagine, feel, and become emotional about. I would explain how this gadget is going to help you get down to a size four again, or how it's going to help you shed those 100 pounds as fast as possible. I'd paint pictures of the drastic transformation you're about to experience and how glad you're going to be. This is why the beauty lies within selling intangibles. For most of the fitness crowd who are seeking quick fixes, weight loss pills, or muscle building solutions, selling the intangibles always takes precedence. Feelings and emotions make us do some crazy stuff. Just about everything we do is to feel good or feel better. Think about it. If you're tired in order to feel better, you rest. If you're hungry, the only way to relieve the discomfort is to eat something. If you're afraid of doing something because you know it will hurt or hinder you, your brain does everything in its power to keep you from these feelings and emotions associated with such pain. In this case, our minds are working for, not against us. But what about when our emotions are manipulated to a point that we act on them despite knowing better? What about when they trump all logic, reasoning, and previously acquired knowledge? Many decisions are made in the emotional state as opposed to a logical state. Our emotions can work for or against us. It depends on the situation and our mental clarity. We all differ in temperaments and decision-making abilities, but we all share a common trait. We are human beings who will, at some point, let our emotions get the best of us. Without stereotyping too much, Many believe that men are more cognitive-minded, meaning they turn to more of the I-think type of language, while women are more emotionally-minded, turning towards the I-feel language. However, it's not always this cut and dry. Many men make decisions based on emotions, as many women focus more so on logic. But as I mentioned, we are human. Thusly, we are susceptible to making decisions based purely on emotion alone. In the heat of the moment, you really never can predict how you might act. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Fitness Claims and Marketing How Our Emotions Control Us by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. 
match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. As JC mentioned, most fitness magazines and fitness websites do rely heavily on advertising for their income. It's not the subscriptions that bring them money, it's advertising. And so this automatically introduces a conflict of interest. I always like to use this example. Let's say a supplement manufacturer is sponsoring a fitness magazine, meaning they're putting ads for their supplement in the pages of the magazine. Well, now this creates a huge conflict of interest for the fitness magazine. Let's say some research comes out that says this supplement is harmful for you. The fitness magazine may not be quick to report this story because they're receiving money from the supplement manufacturer. And so this is why I try and look to the actual data, to the research when making decisions about fitness, supplements, you name it. And again, I don't just look at one study. I try and look at a number of studies to find out, okay, well, what's really going on here? Because just looking at one study can be really misleading. All right, that'll do it from me for now. I'll see you back here tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.